What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Always a Saxon podcast, where we spotlight and highlight South Salem graduates from years past. Today's episode is one that we're super excited to share with you all. It's a two-parter, our first two-parter in this podcast series. And uh, the first part is a conversation that I had with Avina Westbrook, a 2017 South Salem graduate, who you may know as one of the star players and captains on the number one ranked UConn women's basketball team. This conversation happened just a day after UConn and Avina had traveled to Tennessee to take on her former school, who she had transferred from uh, just a year and a half ago. Part two of the podcast is one that we're super excited about too, and that's because Avina sits down with one of her very best friends in the world, Jaden Nielsen Skinner. Skinny, as he's commonly known as, is currently a basketball player at Portland State University and is uh, also studying sociology up there. Jaden and Avina go deeper in this convo, and it's one that we're excited to share with you all, especially those of you South Salem staff, because they give quite a few shout-outs in the conversation. So we hope you enjoy today's pod. Uh, I'll pop on a couple times just to help with the transitions, and uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get started, I just want to give a quick shout out to Anchor. We've been using them as our platform to roll out our podcast series. Just a big shout out to Anchor. Thanks for making it so easy to use. And if you, any of you want to have a podcast of your own, I promise you Anchor is the place to go. And shout out to the K-Twin Podcast. If you have not listened to last week's pod at all, you'll want to jump on that. Listen to Kudzai and Kundai um, talk about life and uh, even talk about the podcast that they host. And they're the ones that recommended the Anchor uh, platform to use, and so shout out to them as well. That's it. Enjoy the show. There we go. Okay. Good. Hey, how are you? Oh, good. How are you? I'm well. Congrats. Thank you. How, tell me about the night last night. Um... Definitely was filled with emotions, but honestly, after the game was over, I was just like, I'm just glad it's over. Now I'm glad it's done. I'm glad we got it done. And I told my team, you know, I just, I just want to leave here with a W. No matter how we do it, just, you know, make sure we get it done. But, you know, they were with me the whole step of the way. Um, you know, the crowd was booing and uh, yelling and all that, but we, they totally just helped me through all of it. Um, so I, at the end of the day, I'm just glad we left with the win. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, anytime you can leave Knoxville with a win, I mean, it's, that's right. huge. But yeah. uh, for that to be the circumstances and then to have that, like, year-and-a-half buildup for you. Right. You know, where you basically have been anticipating for all that time, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a lot, for sure. Yeah. Well, congrats. Great stats, Thank too. You. And Yeah. Nice work. And you got Georgetown tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, Georgetown, they're awful. Oh, my God, they're awful. Yeah. So yeah. that and then um, I think we we go to Arkansas Thursday, so that'd be a good one too. Okay. Yeah, they're ranked. I want to say fourteen. There you um, go. They're close. Yeah. So that'll be a good game. Good. Good. Well, what's it like uh, being so far from home, especially um, in the COVID era? 
Oh yeah, it's definitely different with COVID now. But honestly, like I've been I've been in college for four years now, so I'm totally used to it. And even that sounds weird. It exactly. feels like just yesterday that I was in high school. I know, um, I know. I was just trying to think. I was uh, just thinking through, like, okay, you and I we've never really talked. I know we, we yeah. saw you in the hall a few times. Said hi, congrats, whatever. Tried to get you to play tennis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about probably the last time I really saw you was. I was sitting in a sociology class like three and a half years ago. It was your freshman year. Maybe mm. the first time you'd come back to South, you know, other than for basketball, but yeah, you walk in the class and the whole room just went silent. And I remember that. that oh, that I remember. Moment. Yeah. It was like Tiffin was in there. It was in Riley's class, sociology class. Um, there are a bunch of counselors and, mm-hmm. you know, even just that presence of you coming back to your school, to the school that, uh, my gosh just so many people knew you and knew of you and knew about yeah. you and I mean what what's that like for you walking into a room walking into a stadium when all eyes are on you what's mm-hmm. that feeling like um it's definitely different uh, from on and off the court I think um on the court I don't think I really realize it as much just because you know it just feels like you're you're out there playing um, you know, the crowd are going to make noise and, and yell and scream. You know, that's that's their job. Um, and with COVID, I think that's – it really hit us like, dang, we really have no fans, like, and especially for home games and right. uh, just the energy we really have to bring in. The bench has to have it for us all the time. Um, sure. But, uh, like, you know, walking into a room and this – coming – going back to South especially um, and just, like, back into the community or back home and – doing stuff like that like I that's that's like was my plan all along like I wanted to make a name for myself so people could be like you know I want to be like her but still show them like you know I'm a real person too like I still want to come back you know talk to y'all if and just just talk to the younger people mentor younger people I try to coach my dad's girls teams when I go home you know their seventh grade or high school teams and just talk to them and uh, they try to pick my brain. I tell them, you know, we can talk about anything. It doesn't even have to be about basketball. Let's talk about school. Let's talk about uh, family or social life because I've, I've been in that position. So I yeah. think it's it's really cool to have people um, who have been through it and then are now on a on a super high platform, and especially the, the platform that I'm on, to be able to come back and mentor kids that the positions that I've been in, you know, because I've always, always seen, um, I don't know, what happened to my camera? I see uh, people who would come back. Um, I know I've had experience where I've talked to to pro players, and they kind of just you know standoffish or didn't really give me that that time of day, and that really stuck with me to be like, okay, like you could have just said hi, you know, right. anything like that. So I always made that a point, like I never want to be like that. I always want to. I show the janitor and the president, you know, the same respect. Um, where do you think that him. comes from? I mean, that that's deep. Where do you think? Where does that come from for you? Um, for me, I have to just think it just came from just growing up, uh, going through different life experiences, seeing different things. Um, you know, my parents, you know, taught me a lot. Um, you know, I think that that had a lot to do with it too, just them and just watching, but just in general, just being one, wanting to be a good person, I think. Um, so I don't know, but I just, you know, I obviously it happened over time. Um, and just realizing, like I said, like, okay, this is who I want to be and this is who I, I definitely don't want to be. And I think, you know, we, we all make choices and we all have some kind of knowing of what path we want to go down. Um, 
and just, you know, just from me being a freshman in high school to a freshman in college to being a basically a senior in college now, it's it's all growth. You know, I don't I don't even sound like my my high school, you know, Avina self. Um, but it's just, you know, it's all growth and it all takes time. But I definitely knew from like from a, from a younger age, okay, like I don't want to be like her, but I like I like him and I like how he gives back and comes back and talks to younger kids or um, gives younger kids, you know, different things. And I, I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's huge. And that makes an impact right away. I mean, the, the bigger your name, the bigger your presence is, the more impact you can have in those situations right. for good and for bad. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, shouts to you for yeah. taking that. And I think just yeah. also just giving in the right way. I think a lot of people miss, like they have a different misconception of, oh, you know, this person, they have a lot of money, you know, they give back and they just, they give them thousands of dollars. Like that's cool. And that, that does go a long ways, but you know, how, how else are you impacting them? Right. You know, I want to come, I want to talk to them. I want to pick their brain. Like, what are you thinking? Like, how do you feel today? You know, not just me, you know, you see me on TV all the time, but I'm, you know, yeah. I'm talking to you. I want to know what, what, you know, what's, what's your last name? What's your name? You know, how's your mom? How's your dad? All that type of stuff. No, oh, it's huge. I love it. I love it. Good for you. Good for you. Thank um, you. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Just hopes for the future. And I know you want to play hoops for the rest of your life, but yeah. How, how else do you grow? I always thought that, um, you know, especially middle school, high school, I'm, I'm going to play basketball forever, you oh, yeah. know, but obviously, you know, you grow up and start realizing like, you know, obviously for, for women, especially, you know, the, I need, I need something else. So, you know, the ball is going to start bouncing eventually. Then what do I have? Um, so I'm just like, you know, what, what else would I just want to do? But I knew it was something around sports, um, and then you know, just watching Sports Center, watching just watching games, and I'm like, you know, I could I could solve that report. Like I could I could talk about basketball. That's easy. Um, so then just I was like, okay, I I think I want to go down the communications route, um, and that's one of the biggest reasons why I went to Tennessee. They had a phenomenal just broadcasting uh, communications um, department. So loved that when I was there. Um, it was amazing. I was able to. Um, it's and it's not as easy when I when I got there. It's not as easy as it looks. They have you know different protocols, different rules, and you have to say this person's last name. You can't say just their first name. You have to say first name and last name. And you're reading off a teleprompter, and it's it's going fast, and you have to slow it down. And you right. know you better not miss a word, and it has to go along with the clips and so all that type of stuff. But um, I know I knew at some point like you know I want to do something, but still involved in basketball. Um, and then as I got older, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a pretty good speaker. Um, you know, I really don't have a, have a problem with speaking in front of people. Mm -hmm. um, so I would get nervous here and there, but then I took a, I took a public speaking class and I was like, I could take 10 of these. Like, I love this. You know, I, I'm up in class and I'm making people laugh. We had different <laughs> subjects and I'm, you know, I'm talking about drugs. I'm talking about crack. And just as an example, like just my teacher was like, you know, you did a great job. Just, I, I gave you the topic of something hard and, you know, you made, you made everyone's everyone's day eight o'clock in the morning you know right, right. so it's just been amazing from there um so I just at the end of the day I knew that's what I wanted to do but obviously still want to continue to play basketball at the pro level mm -hmm. um but now as I'm getting older I'm trying to look for like internships um and another big thing was like making and building relationships um one of the biggest things I remember my mom used to tell me all the time like 
I used to just walk around just like with a straight face. And she's like, you know, just smile, walk around smiling. I'm saying, what? This is just my face. Like I have nothing to smile about. But as I got older, my, my cousin who went to Clemson was telling me too, like, no, like, you know, people, they might be intimidated or, you know, think you're mean when you just walk around with that face. I'm like, okay. So as I got older, I'd walk around, you know, like say hey to people, smiling, you know, just talking to random people. Like, oh, I, I thought you were really mean at first, but you know, you're really nice. I'm like, oh, okay, so yeah, I have to change that. So different things like that, but I just, I knew and I understood more that building relationships and with all kinds of different people, because at the end of the day, you never know who your boss is going to be. Right. It could be, like I said, a little janitor lady that's um, cleaning up our gym, um, or it could be one of my professors down the road, my, their cousin's aunt's brother might be my boss one day. So, Absolutely. you know, just treating everyone with respect, um, but at the same time, building those relationships, um, trying to connect with the, the right people. And for it's good for me because we have a lot of alumni at Connecticut and at Tennessee as well, but now mm -hmm. being at Connecticut who are already in like the broadcasting department. Well, so you got big, yes. ESPN's right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's in it, yeah, it's here. So I've talked to a lot of people um, from ESPN being in the McDonald's game. They're like, hey, um, let me know when you want to come come up to ESPN. You know, we'll get you through some stuff and we can you can shadow some people, um, you know, walk around with them. And obviously with COVID, it kind of messed up a few things, but hopefully we'll get back, back on track with that. But um, that's definitely a route that I want to go down. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. My mom was a broadcaster for NBC Sports after her. Really? She was a gymnast. And uh, after she finished competing, she she jumped into broadcasting. And has, yeah. has, she no longer does it now. But um, just watching her go through that. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's a great job. It's hard. It's hard work. Yeah. But it's it's good work, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. You mentioned relationships. Talk a little bit about uh, all those relationships in the office that you have. And I know you put that in the, and I mean, if there's a few things I know about you, that's one of them. It's just how, how deep a relationship and bond that you had with that crew. Yeah. So it was weird because my mom, she never wanted me to be, um, what was it? Like an office, like never wanted me to office be, she, oh, yes. Never wanted me to be an aide for, yeah. for a no yeah. teacher in the office. And then I was like, Ma, like, yeah, she, and when I was a sophomore and I was a junior, she was like, no, 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 you're going to take classes. I said, okay, my senior year, you know, she just wanted my seniors to be like super easy. I had to worry about nothing. I was like, okay, I don't have to take any classes. Can I just be an aide in the office? Like I'll go in there and I would talk to Mrs. Tiffany. I talked to Howie, yeah. um, Bobita, like everyone just go in there and just be talking. I'm like, Ma, I could just, it's, I don't have I don't have to take any classes you know can I just go and help them out that's what I told her she's like okay you know that's fine and then just from the first day I'd just be sitting in there and I would just you know, just start talking to them um, picking their brain there was another um, office aide in there and she was just going through she was going through a lot I can't remember her name right now but she was just going through a lot um, I'm like hey like let's let's walk to the donut store like and just talking to her bought her chocolate milk um and like we we're just talking and she was like oh my god like i've never had anyone do this and i was like do what she was like you know just you know just want to be friends with me just want to talk to me i'm like what so just like, from then on like she still she hits me on instagram like hey saw your game thinking of you so things like that and just talking to my officers i mean they they just they make my day just thinking about them um you know i still have my picture that they gave me before i left um 
and just you know just feels feels great to to know that I have people especially back home knowing that they're supporting me in whatever I do you know when I transferred they they all text me all email me like hey we're so proud of you we're standing with you right behind you you know your Saxon family is always going to be here no matter what um so just just that that was a, that was a huge 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 part of my high school memories I'm, I'm just never going to forget that especially my senior year um of just how much that meant to me because I really didn't I really didn't besides basketball um you know skinny had his 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 friends and I really didn't really didn't have a lot of friends in yeah. high school I was just always playing basketball always in right. practice I really didn't have time so right. I was not if um when I had uh my lunch break I ate lunch in the office and I talked to them yep. um <clears throat> if I didn't have class I was in the office if I, you know, went to, went to the bathroom, I'd stop by the office. Hey, everybody, you know, talk to them to go back to class. So, yeah. Um, yeah, their relationships definitely just impacted me so deeply through my, my whole senior year and um, really made an impact on me. That gives me goosebumps. I mean, just listening to that. And, <laughs> and no, I mean, I saw it happening in front of me. Like, I, I, I watched it happen, and I, I've seen for the last four years, you know, that relationship is still so strong and the amount of times that you got you get brought up not just because you're the Avino Westbrook but because that relationship and because you both poured in or you all poured into each other at that deep level right yeah oh, that's awesome um talk a little bit about um just Black History Month what that means for you uh, mm. think about Black History Month in general and then um just the chance that we have to to spotlight you too mm-hmm. um for one, I just think that everything that took place last year um, with COVID and all the racial injustices that were happening just around the world in general um, was huge. And it was a huge eye opener, not only to the black community, but I just think to everybody. Um, so first of all, I just thank you for this opportunity. And I think it's amazing that y'all are even doing something like this, because I know there's a lot of places who still in the world that, you know, wouldn't do these type of things and don't even want to talk about or have this conversation. And I think that was um, one of the biggest focuses of having this uncomfortable conversation. Like, yeah, like there is a problem, but we need to fix it. Um, So, um, you know, the whole, the Black Lives Matter and Black History Month, you know, being an African-American myself obviously means everything to me. Um, and knowing sometimes, you know, when, when I leave the house that there, there could be a time or a chance that, okay, I, I might not make it home tonight. You know, that's just, this the world we live in. And, uh, that is scary sometimes. And you know, my mom, she does worry sometimes, and especially, you know, for my older brothers, um, and my, my little brother. So constantly just, you know, just trying to educate, especially him, he's what, 13 now, educate him on, um, little things and, Hey, like, you know, you are, you are a black boy, um, but one day you're going to be a black man, you know? Yeah. So just making him, he's a little oblivious. He's young to a lot of certain things. So just trying to teach him little things, but um, je- just definitely an eye opener. Like I said, this is huge. I think as a school for y'all to do something like this, because I was like one of the only black kids at the time when I was going to South. Um, I remember just walking in the hallways, like, sometimes feeling like oh, I'm like I like no one looks like me no no one has hair like I do you know I feel like I'm being looked at different no one dresses how I dress um 
So it's definitely a struggle. And I think that's where my, my relationships came within the office. I just felt very comfortable. It made me very comfortable yeah. um, with them. So I think for South to do something like this in the community, South being such a, a huge school, um, looked out through all the, the whole district, um, says a lot about you guys. and. Mm. Um, just thank you because I know there's still there's black kids that go there today and I just I know like even the pictures that you sent me um, mm -hmm. the different type of uh, graphics that you guys were coming up with I mean that's amazing mm -hmm. and you know even for for the non-black kids to be involved and to know the history and um, to hear black kids speak about their struggles you know how it feels because you know you know you don't know how someone feels if you know I don't know what it feels like to be white I'm not white, you know, you wouldn't know how to feel to be black, you're not black, right. but right. we can come to understand, like, I can tell you, like, you know, try to help you understand what I've been through, you know, what it feels like for me. So just having those, having that uncomfortable conversation, hmm. um, it's just, I mean, it could go a long way. And I know how kids are raised has, um, has a big part to deal with it, has a big part that plays in it. Um, but, um, yeah, this this month especially is huge, and um, kudos to y'all for for even doing something like this. It's huge. Well, it's, I mean, we're a thousand years late to do it. You know, I, I fully feel that. That, but if there's ever a year to get it right, and ever a month to get it right, uh, it's now. And right. my hope is that we can build on this momentum that we've had growing. I mean, Miss Tiffin's been leading. You know, you talk about uncomfortable conversations. What she's been able to do with our staff in the last six months and push us and then mm -hmm. what we can go where we can go from here I mean it's just thank you for making that possible and thank you for being mm -hmm. willing to step into this space um I got two questions for you left one if there's anything that you want this your week to be about um if there's anything that like your theme or your what message do you want people to know when they know, you know, what, what do they, what do you want them to know about you? Um, me personally, I think just if I could shorten it up, just, just that, yeah, she, she was great at basketball, but you know, she, she's more than that. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want to be known for, it's like, oh, like, you know, what's, I mean, like the basketball girl, like, no, like I want her, I want my name to be known for, for something more, you know, that's why, that's why I do come back and I try to talk to kids and yeah. obviously it's hard with COVID right now, but um, try to have an impact on everyone's lives, whether it be, I don't know, talking to basketball teams or just talking to, talking to black girls or just, you know, anything. Um, and that's always been my goal as not only a basketball player, but as a person. Um, you know, majoring in communications, being able to talk to people. Um, I just, I want to be known for something more. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm still trying to figure out how I can do those things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm 22. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. But <laughs> I, I know the direction that I do want to go in. But now I'm trying to implement like, okay, like, what, what, what is my plan? Like trying to come up with a, with a concrete, solid plan of, you know, how I'm going to make that happen. And how I'm going to have an impact on these younger kids. Okay, they use social media. Like, how am I coming up with different things to, um, you know, catch their eye? Or, uh, TikTok's a really big thing. I'm not on TikTok, but, you know, TikTok's a huge thing. And now how do we, um, how, do, how do we get their attention in a positive way? How do we get this message out or whatever it may be? Um, 
but I think that I think that would be super cool to just be just be known for something. Um, and for me, I just want to be known for something other than my sport, you know. But obviously, you know, basketball is a huge part of my life, so I know that's that's yeah. going to be that's going to carry a lot of the weight. Um, you know, for the most part, I'm okay with that. But at the same time, what with along with basketball, when people be like, no, but she was a awesome person off the court. She was super cool, easy to talk to, nice, and all that. So. Um, at the end of the day, I think that's what I want my goal to be. You're doing it. You're doing it. And I, yeah, all the people that know you know that about you. So you. Um, last question for you. Yes, sir. I know for you, family is big. And I know yeah. that your brothers and your parents, I mean, that's something else I know about you is just family is big. Any message to them uh, as as we head out? Um, To them, you know, I try to tell them all the time, but the biggest thing is just thank you. You know, they've helped me and molded me into the person really that I am today. Um, taught me just a lot of great things, you know, taught me, taught me to, to help me to take care of others. Um, you know, I try to be the best teammate that I can be to, to, to my younger teammates, especially, and just an overall good person, you know, how my mom loves me. Like she just, she totally just loves me different. Like I wouldn't be definitely would be happy woman I am today without her so um and I tell them every day that I love them because not not every day is promised and I think you know that that year has showed a lot as well with COVID times and um all of that but just you know no girl <laughs> no 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 thank you um no matter how many times I say thank you you know it still wouldn't be enough yeah but just that they, you know, they, they are the reason why I'm in the place in the places and that I'm going to go in uh, today. So I love sum it. it up. That's what I would say. That's good. That's good. I appreciate you so much. And yeah, thank uh, you. I'll send you, I'll start sending you once I start working on some of the, the like the actual materials that we're going to put out, I'll start sending yeah. them to you. And if you can give them a glance, great. If not, no sweat, but. Okay. Um, no, we'll, perfect. Our goal is to do things well for you and get, you know, we don't want to do anything other than what you're comfortable with. So um, okay. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, just whatever I can do. Just um, like I said, I looked at those graphics. So, you know, you can just keep keep sending me to that, that email, my Yukon email. I look at that every day. Okay. Um, or mostly every day. So um, I'll check that all the time. So whatever you have, you know, you can send to my way at any time. All right. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Good luck. All right. That was part one of the pod. Shout out to Vina for her willingness to step in and have that conversation and be so honest and vulnerable, um, even with someone that she's really never talked to more than a few words in the hallways in myself. So Really appreciate Avina and really appreciate her sitting down with Skinny as well in part two. You will hear a little difference in some of the sound quality about partway through, and that's because our original recording got cut off and jumbled up about halfway through. And so Avina and Skinny got together again, found time in their busy schedule to sit down and re-record that second half of the pod. So can't express just how grateful our team is for them and their willingness to join us in this journey. And with that, here's part two.
So we're just asking each other these questions. Is what we're doing. I think so. And then just whatever, um, whatever we talk about is whatever we talk about. Yeah, I feel that. All right, I'll start it off though. Okay. Uh, what what songs are on your pregame playlist right now? Um, for me, I'm all over the place because you know I've always had an old soul. Yeah, come on now. You know I'm here with you. Sometimes I go with the throwbacks. It's really just depending on my mood, but I think like to give me hype, it's the regular like hip hop, rap, you know, Gunna, mm -hmm. Young Thug, Future, okay. all of them. Yeah. Mm. They give me pump for the most part. Yeah, honestly, I've been all over the place too. I ain't been I ain't been listening too much rap though lately. It's been a lot yeah. of R and B. Mm -hmm. R and B. But, like, the thing is, like, before a game, I can't be listening to some R&B on some cool stuff. Oh, man. I can. So, I'm, like, I've been rocking, like, Meek, Drake. Okay, yeah. You know, the classic yeah. kind of yeah. little baby. Uh, who's Ooh. your favorite social media account to follow? I don't even be looking at social media, for real, for real. I've been off it, but. I think for us, like, that's probably the biggest thing. Like, I really try not to be on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't be on it. I don't really care about it too much. But I don't know. Probably like Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. Is he just because he got fire fits and stuff? That that yeah. like funny pages. Funny pages. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, or Twitter. Like, I just want to see things that make me laugh. Not even basketball related. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have enough basketball. Let me see something besides it. Right. But yeah, like Drewski. He's a funny patient. He's hilarious. He he did a live um the other day. Did you see it? When yeah. How do you got going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, be, they be vibing. That shit's funny. All right. What other in what other influences are there these days for you both? I think you meant influence. it out. But what other influencers do you have? Um for both, for you both, mentors, coaches, teachers, professors, celebrities, athletes, you look up to. Um, I think, well, right, I'll just say right now, um, I think, I'll say for me, it's not really people, I, I guess I kind of look up to them in a way, but it's just more that like, I feel like there's a lot of more, there's a lot more black women doing a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. and for me being like a black woman, I love to see things like that. Um, I love to see like them come up, like them making a lot of money, um, being able to break stereotypes, then like get out of their box, flash their money, um, be more outspoken and things like that. So like, um, like Megan Thee Stallion or, uh, oh my gosh, what's your name? The tennis player, Serena oh, Williams. Serena Williams. Yeah, like, uh, like just doing different stuff like that. Like Beyonce yeah. is always on the top of the list. But I think yeah. for me, just seeing like just other women doing great things. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I'm kind of like in the same boat, but for like the male perspective, like Rich Paul, mm -hmm. like he didn't really, he didn't go to college and he's one of the biggest agents in the world. Mm -hmm. and, you know, he's just kind of like breaking the stereotype of like, you don't really need college to like mm -hmm. do what you want to do. So like guys like that, like Rich Paul, 
uh, LeBron, obviously, because he does so much off the court. Mm-hmm. And he just gives back to his community, regardless of where he's at. Right. And that's like where I want to, what I want to do later in life. But yeah. I think that goes back to like the, the accounts that I follow. Like I follow people like investors or people mm-hmm. like stock and stuff and like different things like they're making money or yeah. um, who's the guy who owns Tesla? Um, Elon Musk. Yes. Like I follow him just to, just to pick their brain. Like they're incredibly smart people. Yeah, like exactly. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to like get on that path and like be able to make a lot of money like that and so yeah. like i follow pages and try to get tips from them hold on all right we'll go on to the next one okay. you both mentioned quite a few staff that impact your lives as, as saxons what what was it that made those relationships so influential um for one for both of us really the office ladies yeah no best best hands down, hands down best hands part down. Of being an aide ever like. oh my gosh and I could never be an aide until my senior year which is your sophomore year yeah I was an aide my freshman year right <laughs> I was an aide my freshman year I don't know how I pulled the string on that one but I got to be in the office freshman sophomore junior year I didn't do it my senior year and I felt so bad right I felt so bad mm-hmm. but so like, I think them and I think what made it just so influential influential is just like how much like we could tell like they truly like genuinely cared for us like cared about our well-being but not even as basketball players and I think that's what what touched us the most like yeah like you know they they make sure they took care of make sure we're okay and uh you know we're watching your games we love how y'all play and all that type of stuff but like but like loved us for being us like loved us as people yeah. Um, and I think going to a majority white school, like to have that, and they were, I'm pretty, they're all um, Caucasian women. Like yeah. they just made us feel comfortable mm-hmm. uh, in the office. And even Mendez, um, you know, just talking to him, the people who are security, um, Howie, like just all of them. Yeah. Just real. making us feel just real comfortable just all the time. Like this, like South was a safe place for us. Bro, letting us be who we are. But then we have, we have some really great teachers too. Yeah. Um, Doyle, he's top five. Top five <laughs> I never, I never had Doyle, but I always said what's up to him because everyone was like, Doyle is so cool. He's so cool. I always just said what's up to him. Had to. That was, he's top five in my list. I don't know. Riley, Riley's one of my hilarious favorites. Too. Lewis, too, even though I hated being his, being his class. Cause I, don't I, even, I don't know if I ever had this class for real. Probably not. Cause he became a math teacher my sophomore year, I think. Yeah, I had um, uh, he was the volleyball coach. Lickie, yeah. Lickie is super cool. Mm-hmm. I had him for help too, but yeah, like I, I wasn't like big on school. Like my freshman year, like I was, I didn't care about school at all. Yeah. And then I was in the Lewis's math class, and he picked on me literally every day, to make sure like I could. You're on top of yourself. And math and be good at math and get good grades and like. Just like even like that, just pushing me to like a non comfort zone where I yeah. had to like get out of my comfort zone to like. I think teachers like that, even um, uh, Lacey in the weight room. Yeah. Uh, who was the football coach? Who was our social studies teacher? Defoe. Defoe. I mean, like they were they were especially hard on us, you know, because we're athletes and we had to maintain a certain GPA and stuff. But like, 
I think the way that they taught, oh my God, what's, what's the lady's name? She taught English, I think. She was pregnant your senior year. Oh my gosh, she would be always be in the hallways, always being extra, like always had soup, a lot of energy. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh, what's my name? I was facing it too. <sighs> oh, I feel so bad. She always say hi to me. She was great. I can't she remember. Was she was Her great. energy was 100 every day. Yes. Yes. Like, also, shout out to Chef. But no, you didn't. Did you meet the new chef? Oh, no. Oh, that's the best cooking teacher of all time. Uh -huh. I had no, I had the old one who was like best. Yeah, he was Gordon Ramsay with it. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was he was we were in Hell's Kitchen every day. Hell's kitchen, you what are you doing? Yeah, okay. yep, yes sir. Yeah, yes, sir. but yeah, like just I don't know that that whole staff is great. I love being at South. Yeah, best Amen. year of my life. I, How's the pandemic life going as a college student? What's helped you get through times of isolation and quarantine? Um, through the pandemic, I think for both of us, it's been very different uh, from a basketball perspective, just the up in the air of, you know, we're, are we going to be able to play tonight? Are we not going to be able to play tonight? Um, but I think the biggest thing for us, that's cool, I think, is just that we have each other, like we have our teams. Um, for a lot of, for a lot of non-athletic, just regular type students are just kind of like on their own, not really getting to be around, um, other people, seeing other students. So, um, you know, I had to have a call with a group from class, you know, like we're not, we're not able to see anyone, you know, you, you get to have, you know, you get to have your teammates with you. And I was like, no, I do. Like I have, uh, was it 12 of us? So 11 other people. That, you know, when I come home, like, you know, we can hang out with each other, even though we see each other 24-7. We can right. hang out with each other, um, even though we're not really allowed to go anywhere, we're still able to just have each other um, and stuff like that. Yeah, I walked, like, our situation was crazy. So, like, when did you report back to school? Um, Sometime in July, I think. Yeah, see, like, we reported back in October, like, oh. the beginning of October. And like, so we were like late to start too. And once we got here, we had to quarantine for two weeks. So we've been quarantined for two weeks. And we started like three, four months later than everyone. Yeah. And like, so really, yeah, it was really just us to get us through it. And like, yeah. like we couldn't even play like contact five on five basketball until like. December, like we got like we got like a good two weeks of practice before our mm -hmm. first game. So really, I just say, yeah, our, my teammates helped me get through everything because that's mm -hmm. all we really had was was each other. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a close thing. Okay, question seven. Talk about some of the hardships you had to go through. What's helped you stay positive through it all? Just enjoying life. <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself. Definitely. <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself. But now nah, I really just enjoying life, uh, taking it day by day, mm -hmm. just enjoying everything about life. Mm -hmm. I don't really see hardships. I do, but like, you know, you get through them, 
Life is, you know, it's just life. It's hard. It's not easy. Right. But, uh, you just make it, make a day every day. I think one thing that I realized because us, um, it's just, just especially just, I mean, just as athletes in general, like we go through hardships all the time. So I think it's easier for us in a sense to just be like, you know, life is life or, you know, we're going to get through it. Whatever happens, you know, happens. We're going to have good days and have bad days just because it's like, it's like practice like that. One day yeah. you practice bad, one day you practice good. One day, you know, you're shooting the ball great. And another day you're not. Or for football, one day you might catch a pass, one one day you might not. Like yeah. so, things like that. I think it's so. It's just we. It's so common for us that we go through hardships on a daily basis. Um, we're not um, we're not immune to it, but like I said, it's just just a part of like our everyday routine. Yeah, I never, so, I never thought about that. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like for us, I feel like we see it in a different way. Like for more than other people who may not see it as regularly as we do, it's harder for them just because it's, it's more uncommon. So I think when we see people like freak out over a situation, you know, we're kind of just like, we'll be okay. Yeah, like tomorrow's gonna be better. Just yeah. it's all up here, it really it's is. All, it's all it's all mental. Like oh, 90, we've been at a young age, we've been being told ninety percent of basketball is mental. Ninety percent of yeah. sport, anything you do is just all mental. It was, it was, we was getting screamed at at, at, at eight years old, just getting yes. that like we're grown. But then at one point, like I remember, we're in middle school. We're just we're just used to it. People are looking at us like, yeah, like people are like, yeah, do what? Are you always okay? Like, is it okay from he's been talking oh, to us? He was yelling at you, saying this and that. I said, yeah. like, this is I, this I them out. You know? Yeah, I was like, that's a that's an easy day, right? From being nice. Right. So things like that. I mean, we definitely go through our battles. You know, I had my surgery and all of that. That was probably one of the hardest things I've had to go through just because I've never been through that. Um, you know, learning how to walk again and things like that. But at the end of the day, I still knew like, OK, you know, like I'm going to bounce back um, no matter what is just how hard I'm going to work for all that type of stuff. And I knew mentally I just had to be there. And then your hardships, they make you a better, they make you a stronger person at the end of the day. Um, with every every battle that life gives you, it literally makes you stronger. At one time, I just feel like I was just getting punched in the face with basketball, my social life, my relationship life, everything I felt like it just came down at. At one point, I'm just like, how strong can I be? I literally asked my teammates, I don't know how strong God wants me to be because at this point, I'm the Hulk. Like, there's no way. I'm the Hulk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too strong. <laughs> but it really does. It makes you stronger for different type of situations. So when you come up and see that see that obstacle in life again, you're like, oh. Hmm. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. you just like, whoop, over the hurdle. Like, you know. I was never good at hurdles. So. <laughs> so you just run past You just run over it, huh? Sweet. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. We on eight? Yeah, eight. Yeah. Hmm. We both have aspirations, both on and off the court. Talk about what's next for you in life and what all you have hope to accomplish. Um, well, we were on the topic of endorsements earlier. Derry Gold. <laughs> Shout out Derry Gold. So 
jewelry down the road regarding <laughs> basketball, some type of shoe endorsements. Everyone knows I love chocolate milk. Gary Gold is Avina Westbrook's favorite brand. So maybe down the road doing something with them. I think that would be like, you know, I've been drinking chocolate milk since I could talk. So that would be that would be great to do. Um but also like I think we talked about too, like I can't wait to be a mom. Like I can't wait to have a family, yeah. can't wait to go home and just have like a big old house. Um, have barbecues, like little things like that. Yeah, I never thought I would think about that. Right. <laughs> like it's like, uh, I can't wait till just one day. It's just like, man, I got I got kids, nice yeah. wife, got the whole fam come over for barbecue. Yeah. But yeah, that's I think well, what I say last time. I don't even really remember, to be honest. But what I hope to accomplish is just play basketball as long as possible. Mm -hmm. But once the ball stops bouncing, I really want to, like, just do a job that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, work a normal nine-to-five. Mm -hmm. like, I don't see myself not working in the sports industry. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like I want to do something with sports when I'm done with sports. Mm -hmm. Like, regardless of the sport, it could be baseball, it could be anything. Just work with sports. I think that'd be cool. I feel like yeah. whatever I do down the road, at the end of the day, I just want to be happy. I, happy. Like happy. I take that for granted. Like, I, at the end of the day, I just want to be happy. Because you know, the ball is going to start stop bouncing at one point in life. And I feel like now that we're older, like, we, we honestly we are. Yeah. So... When I get older, and even now, like, I just, my goal for each day, I wake up, like, I just want to have a good day. Yeah. You know? I just want good vibes, good energy around me, um, people who make me smile, make me laugh on a daily basis, just surrounding myself around greatness and really just happiness. Like, I just want to be happy. If that's if that's working in 95. Yeah. Hey, in 95, exactly. I just want to be happy. And yeah. that's that's really my goal each and every day, each and every week. Like, okay, this week, I want it to be a good week. I want it to be a great week for me. And I know if I'm happy throughout whatever I'm doing, it's going to be a great week for Great me. week, yeah. Um, Especially when you sprinkle in some, some wins. Oof, boy. In between. Oh, there. Confidence go through the roof. You be, oh, boy. Boy, I be, I be feeling myself. I'm like, man, I ain't even play that much. Sleep good. Oh, you be you be eating. As soon as you're done eating, go straight to sleep. Your skin start glowing. Mm. <laughs> For real, though. So. For real, though. Confidence go through the roof. No, through the roof. And then you just you walk around this person. Yeah. No, no, one, no one wants to be surrounded by Debbie Downer. For real. Like, uh, here comes Skinny, here comes E, moping along. Yeah. I think that's what makes us likable. Right. We bring yeah. good vibes. We do bring good vibes, good energy. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> Nobody can say no to us. Great right. vibes. Hey, I took your uh, your idea. I, uh, I followed Elon Musk on Twitter. And I... Uh, Every time he tweets, I get a notification. Because <laughs> I'm trying to see when I should start investing. 
Yeah. No, I definitely want to invest in some stocks. So I really want to do. He and he's the smartest man in the world. So I'm gonna whatever he says. He the biggest bag. Oh my goodness! Like just think about you never have to worry about money ever. Yeah, like ever. You want a new car? Here, skinny. Just go get it. Talk about having. You like that house? Yeah, me too. Just buy it. You like that one? Buy that house too. Talk about happiness. Talk about happiness. Well, I mean, money technically doesn't make you happy. You could be rich and just be miserable. I don't know. He, he could be a miserable person. He could, but. Money you know, doesn't solve a lot of problems in my eyes. I'm just going to be honest. That's me too. See, when, when I see dollar signs, the smile gets bigger. So I don't see, I don't see no problem with, with money. Right. But yeah, you're right. Money doesn't buy happiness. Make sure she's I'd rather, be, I'd rather be. I mean, I'm not gonna be poor. I just know that. I'd rather be poor and happy than rich and miserable. Yeah, I feel that. So the guys, make sure she's the right one. Talk to them, skin. They ain't really hear you. Nah, this is what they need right here. This with the one second, one second. Yeah. Oh, what? 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 Yeah, what? He's a gold digger. Oh. Oh. Oh, cut it off. Okay. Just make sure everyone. Okay, where are we at? <laughs> that was funny. And I need that song is a banger. Mm -hmm. Classic. Yeah, she's a tribal friend indeed. Are you guys uh, at home this week? Tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. And then we move Thursday and go to Georgetown, play Georgetown Friday. We're supposed to leave tomorrow to go to northern arizona supposedly yeah they got covid Ooh. so now we're playing at nai on friday mm. gotta get your games in though gotta get your games in everyone's just trying to get games in that's the thing like, I was just like if we need to play our men's team we will I said, no, we won't. <laughs> we will get our games in. No, we would not play them big old boys. No. Hell to. My knees would be done for the season playing with them. My knees. Summertime, that's a different story. Right my knees, damn, you're already done for the season. I'm going here. I'm out here walking like a 50 year old man. That's the thing. Taking care of your body is just. Icing every day. Stretch, rehab, all that. Recovery. Yeah, my stretching's terrible. My stretching's terrible. You can touch your toes? Huh? You can touch your toes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that bad. You can touch your toes. I can touch my toes. Thank you. Ooh. Easy work. Touch mm -hmm. my toes. Come on, E. Mm. Come on, don't disrespect me now. I'm not. I was 
You just sound a little unsure, a little unconfident over there. Ah, uh, maybe I can't. No, I'm playing. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, know, you know I can do that. Okay. Number nine, what's Black History Month mean to you? Um, I just think it's uh, really celebrating Black excellence and like really showing like what uh, African Americans have done in the, in this world that we live in, mm -hmm. and uh, really celebrating like what uh, the people before us did for us to even be here. No, we do nailed it. Celebrating us, who we are, um, and just celebrating like the color of our skin because as we all know racism is not gone um it's not going away anytime soon um sadly but i think a month just one month you know out of the year to just celebrate like you said the people who have just paved the way before us um for us to be able to go to school when go to school with people who don't necessarily look like us uh you know they don't look like they don't look like us we don't look like them um you know me and you we wouldn't be here we're mixed um you're half white half black so things like that yeah. being put in into perspective um and just celebrating black excellence like there's there's a lot of black excellence going around the world um and to be a part of that like i feel it makes it makes you feel good but we also know that we have different struggles than everybody else um you know when we leave the house it's it's a different type of thing that you know we might not make it back that night yeah little things like that so um yeah but just just celebrating really us and how far we've come along but also knowing that we have a long way to go yeah Long way I go. Long way to go, boy. Long way to go. We're going to keep working, though. Keep yeah. fighting. Yeah. Exactly. Any final thoughts, comments, and advice for our Saxon fan? Um, for me, live life to the fullest. What we say in the last one? YOLO. YOLO. Okay, you only live once. I know, I know it sounds corny, but like it's true. You only live once. Enjoy life. Like, mm -hmm. life is beautiful. Life is great. Like, I know it's hard with COVID. You know, I know it's boring. I know it's boring. Yeah. Like, people got worse boring than you do. You know, like mm -hmm. their boring is probably might be worse than your boring. So, right. I think another big thing I would say try like. I know this might sound cliche too, and maybe just because like we're getting older, but like I think being off of social media and like being off my phone sometimes makes me different. things differently. Like I, sometimes I just I just I might just leave my phone in my backpack and just like I'm just not gonna be on it. Don't because be afraid. Like, like I need to call somebody or whatever the case may be i'm like just a couple of days i might not be on snap instagram twitter whatever it may be just i just need a break like I just that's, me, that's, me. that's me all the time i'm literally i go i go days without checking the instagram dms right. 
I go days without checking Snapchat. I go days without texting. People. Then you're really just living in the moment. Like, That's why I'm like, I'm really just enjoying life. Like just yeah. watching life. Like it's you're fun. Talking to people, like people in 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 person, you know, not texting them. Um, you know, FaceTime is cool, like when you're away and stuff like that, but like interacting with, and I know, I know, I know, I know it's hard with COVID, but like just after this is done, um, you know, the pandemic and stuff, but just interacting. Um, even at school, just, you know, being, being there, not being here, you know, but being there. Um, yeah, South, with great teachers. Yeah. And yeah. I know, I know school can just get a little boring sometimes, and we know that more than anybody. Trust. Trust. We, we tried to finesse our way Trust. through, too. We know the cheat codes. Okay. <laughs> we invented them. We know. We're the reason y'all got some of the restrictions y'all have now. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, they ain't got no restrictions. They at home with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, once y'all go back, you'll see. Mm -hmm. Great time. They, they'll lock it down though. Now I'm put the phone in the box and the. Oh, who had the who had the jail box? Who had the jail box? I know it was after I left. Someone had a some teachers were like, all right, come put your phones in the blah blah blah. Don't bring your phone. Don't have your phone on your desk. Nothing. I don't want you to check the time. You, <laughs> yeah. you better go to the bathroom before class. Stuff like that. Like, but yeah, just just enjoy life and enjoy the people around you and be a good person. For real. Thank you. It's not hard to say. Hey. I agree to to the fullest. That's one thing I don't like too is rude people who are rude, like especially to their parents. I don't know why they're just like it makes nah, I like I like I'll be opening the door for people out here. I'll be like open the door, open the door for them, they walk in. No thank you. I'm like, all right, cool. No, I'll say you're welcome. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like, I got all right, cool. You're welcome. Like, oh, 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 thank you. No, you're, that's okay. No, I get, you might forget here and there. I was just there to remind you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Please and thank you always. I love you to your parents. Always. You never know. Never know. You just never know. Live life, but life is short. Life is short. And then that. That's all I got. That's all we got. That's all I got too. I'm done. I got nothing else. Westbrook, located in Connecticut. Hardly home, but always repping, baby. Hardly home, but always repping. Yeah. We need, we need like an outro, outro music. Uh huh. Um, about a week ago. Uh, hardly home, but always rapping. You hardly own it, always second. When I'm awake, you always rest.